Hello, and welcome to another episode of Employment Insights by the Duchess of Labor. My name is Joni Bailey, and I am the Duchess of Labor. I love to speak about all things job-related, trends, uh, what's happening in the employment market, what's happening with job seekers and with hiring, and really kind of dig into the latest employment data. So I'm going to kick off this episode of Employment Insights by sharing some information on the latest employment situation report from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, The latest data was actually released on Friday, June 2nd, and we had a chance to really look at the employment situation for the month of May. Many economists expected that it would be a decent report, but we actually saw that the uh, the numbers came in stronger uh, than what was forecasted. So when you take a look at the month of May, um, 339,000 jobs were created in the month, and we did see that unemployment actually rose by about 0.3%, so it increased to 3.7%. There were job gains in many sectors, um, the professional and business service sector, government, healthcare, construction, transportation and warehousing, and social assistance. So 339,000 is a very strong month, um, you know, for overall job growth. And we continue to see, you know, month after month that jobs are being created in the U.S. economy. Uh, In addition, we saw that the JOLTS report was um, updated and the number of job openings increased to over 10 million openings. So again, uh, even with high inflation, and the Federal Reserve rising interest rates and trying to slow down the economy, uh, we continue to see a strong job market. Now, part of that issue uh, really comes down to labor force participation. Labor force participation has been holding at about 62.6%. And, you know, that number is something that I always pay attention to. We want to look at how many people are actually participating in the workforce. If you look at our population, we have 266 million people um, that actually could participate in the workforce. And we only have 166 million people actually participating. So that's how we get to that participation rate. When you look at unemployment, and we see that 3.7% unemployment, that equates to about 6 million unemployed workers. So we still have a tremendous amount of people, um, almost 100 million. The number is actually 99 
uh, 99,800,000 people that are not participating in the workforce uh, for one reason or another. Now, some of those people might be participating in the gig economy. Some may be women that are staying home to work with their families. Uh, some may not be able to work in the workforce. But overall, there are many people that are just opting out of the workforce. And that's really what the concern is. So when you look at the breakdown in unemployment, I do think it's important, important to point out that um, out of that 3.7%, if you start looking at all eligible people that are 16 years and over, um, that's how you get that total number. But when you start breaking it down and look at teenagers, for example, um, in between 16 to 19 years of age, you know, teenagers actually have um, an unemployment rate of 10.3%. So a lot of teenagers um, certainly may not be opting to work or participate in the workforce. We usually see that number decline certainly over the summer summer months. But if you start looking at 25 years and older, it really gets interesting to kind of see these numbers. Um, we do see that if you have less than a high school diploma, unemployment is at 5.7%. On the opposite end, if you have a bachelor's degree or higher, unemployment drops down to 2.1%. So extremely low. It continues to tell the story that having an education and a degree certainly puts you in a position of strength and in a very good position to find employment in this job market. Now, I did want to take some time and actually look at where the job creation was for the month of May. Out of that 339,000, uh, we did see that 283,000 jobs were actually created in the private sector. And some of the biggest gainers actually were um, when you take a look at the professional and business service sector, professional and business services added 64,000 jobs. So that was a big chunk, certainly, of that 283,000. Uh, we also saw that leisure and hospitality added 48,000 jobs for the month of May. And the private education and health services um, healthcare being part of that, um, added 97,000 jobs. So some really strong job growth in those sectors. Uh, the other sectors that I like to watch are um, looking at our uh, construction. Uh, construction added 25,000 jobs for the month, which was very strong. Um, unfortunately, manufacturing, manufacturing saw a decline of 2,000 jobs. So those are sectors that usually can tell us we are moving um, into a stronger economy if both sectors are up. But a good sign there for construction jobs. Hopefully we will see manufacturing bounce back. 
And speaking of a bounce back, we did see a bounce back in the temporary help services sector um, that really has been losing jobs over the last few months. In May, uh, the temporary help services sector added almost eight thousand jobs. So a bright spot certainly in this report. Um, usually we see that number increase when the economy is moving in the right direction um, and adding new jobs. So a lot of good information um, in this report that, that points to um, some stabilization. Uh, we are seeing that companies are posting more jobs and really optimistic about the second half of 2023. Again, this is still a very tight job market. Um, job seekers are still in the driver's seat, even though there may be some softening um, in certain sectors, there still is a tremendous amount of strength and opportunity. And again, I come back to labor participation for for those that want to participate in the workforce. There are opportunities out there. Um, there's training available. There's opportunities to learn new skills and companies are looking for good talent that they can add to their workforce. Employers are still very focused on recruitment, retention of workers and driving employee engagement. Uh, those three things are extremely important. They certainly can't meet their strategic goals and objectives if they don't have the right workforce in place. So uh, that's an update today on our May jobs report. Um, we'll be back to give you an update on how the June numbers shape up. We will do that in early July. But I thank you for joining me today. Again, my name is Joni Biley, the Duchess of Labor. I am the Chief Experience Officer at EmployBridge, the President of Remex, and also a board member to the American Staffing Association. And as I said before, love to talk about all things job-related, workforce trends, employment, and really be a source for information on what's happening in the labor market. Thanks for joining today. And if you have any questions or want to hear more about a certain topic that's employment related, please reach out to me. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram or drop me a note um, at JoniBiley.com um, and leave me a message. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again and talk to you next month.